1: That's stamps.com. Code program. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering.
0: For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that'll get right on your
1: tics. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings.
0: Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it.
1: This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Lawson. Bow, bow, bow.
0: I'm Sir Nifty Delaney. So what? Uh,
1: It's the Melchester Odyssey. I have in my hand the uh, issue dated... Eighteenth of December, nineteen eighty-two. It's a week before Christmas. Um, no sign of any Christmas type content on the front cover, though. No build-up to Christmas or anything like that. But Strange. back then, the build-up to Christmas didn't last for a fucking month and a half, did it? Like it does mm-hmm. now, at least. You know, they didn't start having stuff in the shops in fucking first of September for Christmas. Uh, Christmas began on the 20, 22nd of December. Oh, I love it. I, I love, love all it, mate. Forgotten that about Christmas
0: starts early. I think it's but great. Um, Start it now. Why
1: not? Well, I made mean, it to middle of July. We're already at the second half of the year, so it won't be long.
0: Yeah, exactly. Get it fucking started. It's the best time of year. Sooner for? the better.
1: right. Right uh, on the front cover, we've got. Um, oh, which story is this from? Fuck it, the Marx Brothers. Okay, not interested. Um, it says also today Coventry versus Everton super snap and West Bromwich Albion star in sign please I mean if that's not a tantalising couple of things there I don't know what is I
0: wonder who it is what West Brom's are? shall I have a look yeah
1: who would you like it to be
0: civil Regis I suppose
1: it's Brendan Batson ah not bad there's also Bat. a great a great page called Action Extra So I'm holding up there for you now and it's a piece of action oh, yeah. from Bury versus Halifax Town fucking
0: hell in the fourth
1: division don't know why there's a page of that. Oh, I'll show you this as well, which I didn't send over to you. It's It says, Guess who? It says, You can find out in the special Christmas edition of Roy of the Rovers on sale Saturday, 18th of December. Don't miss it. Order coupon in this issue. And Roy's there, well, like a cardboard cutout of Roy, which doesn't really look like him, and looks more like the singer out mm. of the suite. But he's there with somebody wearing a Santa's beard. Who do you think that is? Oh, it's a lady.
0: Oh, the lady? Yeah. Uh, I reckon that's Suzanne Dando.
1: I reckon you're right. Oh, really? Suzanne I'm Dando. fucking well
0: chuffed if I've got that right. Yeah. Suzanne
1: Dando. Was it? Yeah. Who is the other famous...
0: Who else am I thinking? Was Suzanne Dando married at one point to Andy
1: Gray? I hope not. Um, I'm not sure.
0: Pretty cool, that.
1: I'm just having a look. at my do Suzanne Dando in History Box as well. Personal life. No, no, no marriage to Andy Gray. She's currently married to businessman Adam Reynolds and lives in Oxfordshire. Grr, Adam Reynolds. Grr.
0: When Suzanne Dando, the former Olympic gymnast, joined Sky in 1999, she was wooed by Andy Gray and the pair set up home in a Warwickshire farmhouse.
1: Oh, that's not Do a you want to set page? up home?
0: I'm thinking of setting up home in a Warwickshire farmhouse. Would you like to join me? <laughs> yes, okay. I'll set up home. What does that entail? Well, first pumping. of all, we're going to have to buy some sofas <laughs> and some carpet. Then <gasps> be. it's off. Then it's off to Dixon's <laughs> for our white goods, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then we'll come back, and it'll be mainly pumping henceforth.
0: <laughs> Until you, once broke- we've got. The bare necessities, the, the basic home
1: hardware. Then the pumping may begin. <laughs> Until you inevitably grow tired of my selfish ways. <laughs> my drinking
0: and my best friend, Richard Keyes, who is an obnoxious presence around the Constantly house. Constantly
1: coming around. He lives next door, don't you know? Don't <laughs> <laughs> no mention ah. on the Wikipedia page. No we have very unpalatable
0: opinions after a few glasses of red <laughs> that you will certainly not agree with. As a woman, few people will. But Richard believes in saying the unsayable.
1: <laughs> uh, she's 60 now. Uh, sadly, in the early 80s, she made several appearances for the Conservative Party, citing Mrs. Thatcher as her inspiration. Uh, oh,
0: God. Never mind. How tedious. Okay. Who was the. Um, Suzanne Dando, obviously lovely. But there was a swimmer around the same uh, period.
1: Sharon who Davies. was. That's it. Yeah. Also I was always
0: getting muddled up.
1: Because they all look the same, don't they? The women they athletes.
0: Actually, Suzanne Dando is actually it, more attractive than Sharon Davis, in my opinion. But yes. you know, that's,
1: taste. That's, that's not what. Who this cares is about? about my taste? Let's get on with not the Suzanne story.
0: Dando, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Roy the Rovers. Uh, where is it? Yeah, inside. Uh, it tells us where we're at. Uh, returning home late after a fruitless search for promising young prospect Andy Locke. Roy found his wife in despair from the pressures of coping with their three children. Forced to pitch in to help with the kids and the housework, the exhausted Roy dozed off during an important meeting of the Melchester Rovers. Oh,
0: to pitch in with the kids and the housework.
1: This just goes to show how hard Roy's job really is, isn't it? <laughs> A little bit of housework and storytelling has caused him to fall asleep <laughs> the following day. Um, And uh, one of the directors is saying, I'm with uh, the architect. He says, and now, gentlemen, I'm sure we'd all like to know what the manager thinks of the design for our all-new to Stadium. Here, here, says another one, and Roy wakes up. Oh,
0: oh,
1: oh what's that? I was oh.
0: having a fucking mad dream. I was in the woods with Blackie and we were being chased by, like... Well, at first it was a wolf, then it turned into a woman. Uh, I think it was my mum, but she <laughs> had fangs. I don't know what any of that means. But, uh Right, Blackie was naked. I was oh, the next thing I was sat on a toilet doing a shit, but in front of all my friends at school. <laughs> they were fucking awful. What does any but of the, it
1: mean? The toilet was made out of glass, so they could all see through. And it was horrible.
0: Oh god! <laughs> uh, I was trying to talk to them, but I had a massive hobble bobber in my mouth that stopped me from talking. All I wanted to do was explain myself, but I wasn't. Pos- it wasn't possible.
1: <laughs> Thank God you woke me up. Um, um, and why
0: do I have this enormous erection? <laughs> None of that dream on the face of it was in the least bit erotic, quite the opposite. <laughs> and yet I've woken up like a fucking I'm as stiff as a bastard. <laughs> uh, right, to to this is hardly the time or place to analyse your dreams and <laughs> sexual peccadillos. <laughs> dream chat. I know, bad. but here we are.
1: I'm about to go off to the office for five minutes comfort break right
0: I tell you what I'm going to do I'm going to go and get shot of this fucking hard on and then when I come back I'll have a right proper look at these plans you got for the stadium <laughs>
1: he says uh, he says oh uh, sorry about that Sam uh, just resting my eyes for a moment oh, well <laughs> gentlemen if there's uh, nothing more to discuss <laughs> he's going to fuck off <laughs> he's forgot why he's there bye the, the architect's are right fucking pompous cunt he says, I don't believe this. It says, the leader of the team of architects snorted sarcastically. It seems that Mr. Race is prepared to accept our design without even looking at it. Is this what architects are like, or is this what architects are like in the Melchester universe? I'm yeah, not sure. If you're an architect cunts. and you don't feel as this is a, a valid representation, don't get in touch, but just have a think about it. Um, Roy says, uh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, see what you mean. And he's leaning right in to have a close look at it with his hand on his chin. Mm, very impressive. You obviously put quite a lot of work into this. There's just one point that I'd like to make. <clears throat> and uh, the architect smugly says, uh, and what's that, Mr. Race? And he says, how are the fans going to get into the river stand? They can't really walk through the new leisure centre, can they? And sure you enough, daft can't. <clears throat> one of the stands has been built with a leisure centre attached onto the side of it and some outdoor pictures and there's no access for the fans into the stadium. Backing Basic out. stuff. But uh, a stupid architect hasn't noticed it. And, heck, uh, he's right, says one of them. And the architect says, we'll have to change the design to include a covered walkway between the new centre and the back of the stand. Look at Roy's fucking face in the next frame. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> fucked. He says, apart from that, I think the design's fine. Uh, so, excuse me, gentlemen, I've got a football team to run. Oh, God. That's
0: enough chatting about fucking turnstiles. unless you sent us for one day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave you to it, you bunch of limp, dick, fucking I'm nerds. I'm going to go
1: play football <laughs> with the boys.
0: <laughs> I was going to tell you all right now. I'll talk to you. Right, out of respect for the chairman who pays my fucking very healthy salary. Oh. But you should all know you are exactly the kind of fucking idiots that I used to bully at school. <laughs> Goodbye.
1: Oh, oh, what? Is any, can any of you nerds mend a space telly? <laughs> no?
0: Right,
1: fair enough.
0: All right, well, if you, if you think of anyone who can, just contact <laughs> me via the main office.
1: <laughs> oh, but, by the
0: way, if you do call up for me, Never ask for Roy. Ask for Ted. Don't ask why. That's just what reception know me as. It's a code. <laughs> if you ask for Roy, they will not put you through.
1: Technically, Roy Race does not operate in this building for tax purposes. <laughs>
0: <so>. <laughs> just ask for Ted, Big Ted, or Teddy Boy. They'll know what you mean. It's just a thing we got going on. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Big> uh, <tent>. <laughs> 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 the secretary and myself have decided we both like it so uh, that's all there is to yeah. it I don't know why it works
0: Just right. it might sound complex to you but it's actually very simple and it's the simplest way of operating my business here
1: <laughs> it gives us all a lot of pleasure um, <laughs> and the architect says of course Roy. Uh, thanks for your help next over the page whoa Roy's in the shower
0: what <laughs> you start bollock naked he is we can see his Taffy arse Taffy can't believe it can Taffy see come arse. over here and feel my bollocks <clears throat> now go on because I'm worried I've got one of them lumps I've been reading about <laughs> have <laughs> a feel son
1: <laughs> I mean there's frosted glass there obviously below the waist but you still make out his arse uh, you it still see look. that's
0: a proper fucking arse can't you Taffy <laughs> yes Roy. Right, it's very nice
1: sportsman's ass. <laughs> it says Roy decided to take a shower to freshen himself up and um, Roy said when you're ready Roy I've just started Charlie Carter on his final fitness test okay yeah. tough, be right with you you've just, just, just got to wash me
0: bollocks just got washed me bollocks me neck and me arse so then I'll be right with you and then <laughs> then have a great, and then have a towel cup <laughs>
1: proper
0: <talc> <laughs> where's the Johnsons and Johnsons it's the
1: fucking Vic Godfrey nicked it all again <laughs> putting it up his fucking nose. <laughs> it says the Melchester cat had broken his collarbone just before the start of the season. Um, and he's doing some tests there on the uh, fucking weight machine. And Taffy says, no discomfort, Roy. Not even from the isometric test. What well, the fuck that is? He's oh, ready wow. to come back to the side. Yeah, I'll pretend you never said that. He says, so I think there's just one problem, Charlie. Tubby Morton is playing so well in goal... You'll have to fight your way back into the team. There's no, there's nothing like a little competition to keep everyone on their toes. So, Tubby Morton, the gargantuan ageing goalkeeper, has kept Charlie Carter at the team. See how long that lasts.
0: Jalapeño. Jalapeño.
1: The following Saturday, as Rovers ran out for a home match against Port Dane, Um the Lampards are in the crowd. It's nice to get some match action again, actually. I've missed the Lamparts the last two or three weeks. It's the same side that beat Carford, with the exception of Kenny Logan, who's been brought back as a sub. Hmm. Port Dean have got a new face too. And then we see this fucking Teutonic Titan yeah. of a man. Uh, walking the uh,
0: the Aryan centre the, forward.
1: The, uh, Aryan perfection. Rudy yeah. Gruber, their new signing. He was West Germany's leading goal scorer in the last World Cup. And there he is playing for Port Dean. Um We'll see what he fucking does with Tubby Morton. Uh, it says, Ruby Gruber went, Rudy Gruber went herring after the ball straight from the kickoff. Watch it, Vic. No problem. The Super Brats got him covered. Now, whenever anybody says that, you always know that no, he hasn't got him covered. It's all going to go tits up. And sure enough, it mm. does. Um, Vic Guthrie ends up on the deck as the uh, German streaks Fuck. through. Yeah, what? Fuck the, the crowd, stunned me. <laughs> it's like the war in reverse. He says, uh, "Good grief, the German won it through sheer strength and aggression, just like 1940." He's through, <laughs> and he hits a shot with his left foot, and Tubby Morton gets his left hand to it and palms it over the bar. Just in time. Oomph, says Tubby Morton. Ooh, what a save! Magic, Tubby! But the Rovers know what they're in for now. Trouble. And not only from Herr Gruber. Wasn't Herr Gruber <laughs> in Allo? Yeah, he it's was. One of yeah. the Nazis in wasn't it? And it says, It looks as if Vic Guthrie has just joined Roy's injury list. And Guthrie's holding his Ow. shin, going, Ow! <laughs> Ow! And Roy thinks, oh, no.
0: Oh, no. Fuck it, now."
1: And that... Now super
0: cunt's injured as well.
1: That's the end of that story. We've rattled through that one. Uh, It says next week, it's super sub, which is going to be Kenny Logan, isn't it? Because he's the only sub. Mm. Add a jealous Penny. Oh, oh, the fuck's Roy done to make Penny jealous? Oh, my God.
0: Doesn't hurt to make your mrs jealous once in a oh, while fucky okay, trust
1: me and this is going to be the christmas issue as well next week jesus christ um and mark's out of ten for that one um i'll give that a nine because he made a fool out of the architect
0: uh yeah i'm gonna give it a nine as well it was interesting we saw his arse
1: and we had the german yeah it was um, good.
0: And, he, and his dream yeah roy's mm-hmm. dream
1: um, obviously, there's always some other bits going on in the comic that we can look at as well. And we've got the um, phone call of the week, which is from Geoffrey Lunt. Uh, it's a very long one. The text very small. Geoffrey Lunt's left a hell of a message, so I'll, I won't read all of it. Geoffrey lives in Bath Green, Birmingham, and said, I've been buying Royal the Rovers for nearly a year. I think it's the best comic a young football fan can read. My favourite stories are The Hard Man, because it mixes humour with good football and the Marx Brothers, because it features every aspect of soccer. The change of style has proved to be a winner. In my opinion, number one, two of my least favourite stories have been replaced. Two, they've been replaced by two original and entertaining serials. Three, the presentation of the paper has improved. One criticism I have is the quiz. I don't like the present style, I preferred the old one. Uh, getting back to the stories, one I don't like very much is Tommy's Troubles. A boys' team isn't likely to have their own pitch, enter and win competitions, and be completely independent. I admire you, Roy. No, <laughs> that's a <laughs> sentence on its own. That's just a sentence there on its own. I admire oh, you, Roy. Yeah. Not only are you player manager of Melchester Rovers, but you also find time to be a good husband and father. By the way, <laughs> my whole family read Roy of the Rovers. <laughs> Do we buy one each? No, we buy one and share it around. I hope that's not a problem for you. And then then Roy replies... I
0: always go first, because I like to have mine on the toilet having a shit. Then I (laughs) hand it to my mother, who is a big fan, but is obviously oblivious to the fact that the comic, after I have used it, could be covered in (laughs) tiny, invisible particles of (laughs) faeces.
1: (laughs) Micro-faeces. but as they say you've got to have some germs in your system otherwise your immune system just won't function properly so uh, my mum is effectively
0: eating bits of my shit I hope long term it will benefit her
1: she doesn't have any chronic illnesses to speak of so I don't see it being a problem at the moment
0: (laughs) anyway all the best (laughs) Geoffrey (laughs) Geoffrey
1: and Roy replies good husband and father my wife Penny wouldn't agree with you at the present time Geoffrey she thinks I'm what you might call a Jeffrey Lund. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I enjoyed listening to your excellent constructive comment and criticism. You deservedly win the £3 prize money coming your way. You have filled up quite uh, a large section of this page. Thank you very much, easy 3 quid
0: Never contact me again. And if you do, ask for Big Ted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Big Ted of the Rovers.
0: <laughs>
1: and then we've got... Uh, in the Royal Race <laughs> talking page uh, a, little piece, a little piece called Stand Up and Bite oh yeah and it says David Walters of Aberdare, Big Glamorgan says in the issue dated October 16th you said in your talking pages that Iceland were the reason Wales didn't reach this year's World Cup finals and you went on to say that you didn't think Aero would lose to them because they had too much talent for the Icelanders are you trying to say that Wales have no talent at all? Players like Leighton James, Alan Curtis, Brian Flynn and Ian Rush have plenty of talent and are the best at their jobs. I don't think you could recognise talent if it stood up and bit you. Ooh, fucking, fucking hell. hell. Whoa. Easy, David Walters. Fucking hell. Roy comes back at him quite mm. calmly, but he picks him apart. He says, I wouldn't be where I am today, David, if I couldn't recognise natural talent when I see it. Unlike you, you little cunt. Wales failed to beat Iceland, possibly because for one match, manager Mike England became too attack minded, filling his side with men designed to go for goal. It failed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Imagine Mike England reading this. He'd be fucking seething, wouldn't he? being
1: torn apart by a cartoon character. Yeah. Oh, man. So there we are.
0: Regarding the players you mentioned. I agree with you. Let's hope they can really turn it on, in inverted commas, (laughs) next Wednesday. Pride, determination, skill, and plenty of bite, (laughs) which is a reference to the insult you wrote about me, printed above. You (laughs) can't.
1: As ever, as it is my comic, I have had the last word, and as always, the last laugh. Please do not attempt to contact me again. Your correspondence will not be entertained. God bless. uh,
0: Teddy
1: boy. <laughs> Teddy boy. <laughs> so that's it. Uh, truncated episode, I'm afraid. We've just basically ran out of stuff to say about this about this issue. Um, um, oh, there's a little bit of Roy's message. Gives you a little preview of what's to come in next week's Christmas edition. So I'll try and whet your appetites with that. It says, Hi, pals. You must be sure to buy next week's Roy the Rovers, December 25th. It's the Christmas issue. There's no sign, please, or super snap. But the good news is those three pages are replaced by an extravaganza extraordinary. (laughs) We fucking hell. Wow. It's entitled Roy of the Rovers Christmas Productions Present Damsel in Distress. Starring yours truly, plus a famous TV and sports personality. It's all in glorious colour. So that's Suzanne Dando, isn't it? Damsel in Distress. And that possibly tells us why Penny's going to be jealous next week. Ooh, oh, yeah. fucking hell. There's I've also... seen you
0: with that Olympic gymnast.
1: <laughs> She's Don't worry human. about her. She's a showman, she was was a cartoon.
0: She was just asking me for a bit of career advice, <laughs> <laughs> which I was more than happy to give her.
1: I assumed my cardboard cutout form and gave her one. <laughs> uh, he says, there's... that's not all. There's also a special message to all readers from Kevin Kagan there's two pages wow. of fantastic Christmas funnies and see Peter Shilton celebrating Christmas at home god I bet that's miserable um, place an order as now. usual
0: I spend Christmas alone I am not separated from my wife but she just simply prefers taking the kids to her mum's a place <laughs> that I have long since refused to visit <laughs> so I sit at home
1: With the curtains and drawn at Watch
0: Morecambe and Wise and I find it bed. very peaceful
1: I go to bed because I've already got a match on Boxing Day.
0: Because I cannot cook, I eat an entire loaf of unsliced bread <laughs> in front of the telly. <laughs> it is it is tasteless but very filling.
1: I cut the end off and then I gouge out the bread with my hand and just stuff it in my mouth. <laughs> because They're
0: I like hate crusts. <laughs> the crust is too chewy for me.
1: I have two loaves, and then I put them on my hands and pretend to be a boxer until it's time for bed. <laughs>
0: and that, that is my Christmas. <laughs> and I wouldn't have it any other way.
1: <laughs> I will find out next week how true that is. I, I was you.
0: just going to ask you, mate, after mm. Roy sleeping in that meeting, mm-hmm. um, we've pro- I'm sure we've done this before, but what haven't we done before? Have you ever fallen asleep on the job? work
1: well no because I've never really had a proper job ever. although it, it is, is 30 years this week since I started working at our price did you that's ever fall asleep nice... at our price nah you can't fall asleep in a fast paced environment like a record shop what I might, about have, I done, fall asleep, I might anyway. have done in the back room during my dinner hour once it, when exactly hungover. yeah but that's that's my dinner hour isn't it? that's my time
0: have you ever um, what about when were you in call centres you've been in call centres before Again, I can imagine you,
1: cannot fall asleep. It's a fast-paced environment. The yeah. colds come coming thick and fast. It's impossible to get any sleep at all. You mm. see, I've always had really um, intense jobs. Sorry.
0: Yeah.
1: You fall I've fallen on on You've fallen
0: asleep on air on sport. <clears throat> Have you? I've fallen asleep on air. Yeah, on... Um, well, when we used to do the sports bar.
1: The late night And show it me.
0: was from 10pm till 1am, which I've presented with you before. Yeah. But... In the past, I've done, like, long runs of it for a number of weeks with um, Jason Cundy, And once it gets into the final hour, <laughs> midnight till one... Yeah. Just like, <clears throat> say you've got someone on the phone, a listener, and they're droning on or ranting brent- on, and I just feel myself all of a sudden go, like, fuck! Do you know what I mean?
1: Like when you're behind the wheel, and you just think you're nodding off for a second. Oh.
0: Yeah. That's only happened to me once in my life, right, where, you, where you're like fuck, I think I just fell asleep for a second. Mm. But it is so scary. Yeah, I've never done it. Even if it was a split second, when you realise what's happened, your heart is going like a fucking maniac. And I had to actually pull over and catch my breath because I was so scared about what had happened. Yeah. And there was no chance of me falling asleep again because suddenly my adrenaline had gone bananas. Exactly,
1: yeah. No, I've, I've had times when I've been a bit dozy, but you just power on through, don't you? I mean, you're a fan of the double espresso when we're on the road on tour. So, yeah, I mean it's a problem a really, but dish.
0: it's just something. Yeah, when I'm out, when I'm, I get very tired. As you know, I always fall asleep. Then i on the train and all of that. Yeah. And it's like the it's the rocket fuel to get me back up again.
1: Yeah. Tickets on sale for our tour November. Go to tftimemachine.com live shows. Get all the info there. Um, <clears throat> that's it for this one. Give it up. It's okay. done. Goodbye.
0: Goodbye everyone.